Operation Dark Winter. So you may have heard Biden and other political elites talk about Operation Dark Winter in their speeches when they subtly say Dark Winter, which I'm going to play a few clips, actually more than a few, many clips. It is, is it really a conspiracy that Operation Dark Winter, which happened in 2001, was a simulation for governments across the world to simulate a smallpox outbreak and how we would react as a government from a, from vaccine distribution to you know hospitals, all this stuff. And they refer to it as dark winter. That is a real, that is not a myth or a, a conspiracy. That is a fact. In, 2000, in June 22nd, June 23rd, they ran a simulation called Operation Dark Winter, an outbreak that was a biological terrorism attack on the population of smallpox, which you may know today as monkeypox, which is essentially smallpox. This was in 2001. And then in Biden in these speeches and the debates with Trump would say, we're going to be entering a dark winter. Or we have a dark winter ahead. And we know it's Operation Dark Winter. And we know we had a biological attack, whether it's however, wherever it came from. COVID is a biological warfare threat. It, how, even if it came naturally, whatever. It just so happens that this virus broke out and you have Biden saying dark winter all the time. And then, oh, you relate that to, you know, the smallpox breakout. Then you say that's related to the monkeypox breakout. 20 years later, you're a conspiracy theorist. I'm beginning to think that conspiracies are just very delayed truths. Like, this has been going on my whole life and I never knew it. All this stuff has been controlled. People have been trying to control all of us as a population forever. It just so happens that we're in the information age and it's getting exposed. Because I was thinking, is this just happening now? Or am I just starting to realize it now? Are we just starting to realize it now? And the truth is, we are just starting to realize it now. It has always been like this. So on this segment, I want to focus, focus on Operation Dark Winter. And I want you to connect your own dots. I am not the judge, the jury of what's true and not true. I am just an investigative journalist. I've never used that before. But I'm an investigative, independent, independent. That's a crucial word now independent, meaning big corporations do not fund this podcast. However, if you would like to sponsor something on this podcast, we could put a nice banner down here. We could put it up here. We can put your logo over here. Just send me a DM. We'll figure it out. But we will not endorse large corporations. We only endorse small and mid-sized business owners. We love small businesses. And it seems like the political elites don't give a damn about small and mid-sized businesses and want to expand the footprint of multinational conglomerate organizations 
to become even bigger and take mom and pop's businesses out of the equation like being closed for 300 consecutive days in like Australia, in the U.S., all these places that were mom and pop shops are now replaced by, I don't know, McDonald's, FedEx, all these uh, probably, you know, Pfizer retail stores now or something like that. And all of this somehow was a simulation that occurred in 2001. So interesting. And the best part about it, we'll get into more details in a second. The best, most interesting part about it is we got an F grade. They gave us an F, it said everything was chaos and nothing worked and that we need to create new systems. And yet in 20 years or in 18 years after it happened, I think we can give the report card an F. We can grade the government an F for how they handled COVID. And they did it 18 years earlier, allegedly, allegedly. And still got an F with no improvement. So then you might think, okay, if they are related, why weren't they better prepared? Is it because they didn't have the resources or ability to get better in 18 years? Or did they not want to get better? Huh? Very interesting. Let's see what Biden has to say about Operation Dark Winter. Shall we? This is in a debate with Trump. When he was about to get elected, just pay attention to the words dark winter. It's very important. Operation dark winter. Take a listen. Vice President Biden, your reaction and just 40% of America approved by the government. What steps would you take to give Americans confidence in a vaccine if it were approved? Make sure it's totally transparent. Have the scientists of the world see it, know it, look at it, go through all the processes. And by the way, He's, this is the same fellow who told you this is going to end by Easter last time. This is the same fellow who told you that, don't worry, we're going to end this by the summer. We're about to go into a dark winter, a dark winter. And he has no clear plan and there's no prospect that there's going to be a vaccine available for the majority of the American people before the middle of next year. President Trump, your reaction, he says you I have no plan. I don't think we're going to have a dark winter and at all. We're opening up our country. We've learned and studied and understand the disease, which we didn't at the beginning. When I closed and banned China from coming in heavily infected and then ultimately Europe, but China was in January. Months later, he was saying I was xenophobic. I did it too soon. Now he's saying, oh, I should have, uh, I should have you know, moved quicker. But he didn't move quicker. He was months behind me, many months behind me. And frankly, he ran the H1N1 swine flu and it was a total disaster, far less lethal, but it was a total disaster. Had that had this kind of numbers, 700,000 people would be dead right now. But it was a far less lethal disease. A very dark winter and then a, a double emphasis on dark winter. And the best is, this isn't a Republican, far right. This isn't even a political podcast. This is an apolitical podcast. So don't think that we're skewed and trying to lean towards Trump here because we don't even agree with Trump because we're apolitical. He's political. Biden's political. We're apolitical. So we could critique everybody because we don't have any skin in the political game as an apolitical podcast. I mean, that's just real talk. Dark. Winter, and then emphasizes again, dark winter. 
And I think it's funny, though, what Trump was saying. Of, he said that, oh, you're xenophobic. You know, you shut down the, you know, China, all this stuff in January. And then he switches it. Then Biden argues, oh, you didn't shut it down quick enough. Or, you know, or Biden's like, oh, you know, uh, the, va- or the, uh, the virus will be over. He said it was going to be over by Easter. We're going to have it over faster. And it's still here. It's still here. And they keep making a very clear point saying to you, it's not going away. And in the last segment, when we talked about the Australian, I'm going to say this because I think it's what it is going to turn into if we let it go, is the Australian concentration camps, the COVID camps, the adult camps that are that take people against their will without their consent and make them stay in a facility where they cannot move beyond like a box. Even if they don't have COVID and people are wearing all these lab jackets and treating you like you're the most dangerous virus that's ever occurred. Does anyone connect these? Am am I not understanding something here? Do we truly, truly, if we just take away your political views, take away how you feel about the individual speaking about those politics. Do you really believe that the way we have handled COVID has not possibly killed as many people as COVID itself, even not even dying from COVID, even the skewed numbers of diving with COVID. Don't you think the mishandling, the lockdowns, which leads to suicides, which leads to greater drug addiction, which then has fentanyl, which is more overdoses. And then we have, I mean, the real facts are we have more people dying every week then we've had we've had a consistent level for like five years if you measure the data and now it's about 10 to 20 percent more and we don't know why all of a sudden we have just sudden adult death a death syndrome happening we don't know and i'm not making any accusations on what it is all i'm saying is can we not realize that the only two teams are these tyrannical authoritarian political regimes and then the rest of the world. And yet we're fighting beyond with ourselves in the rest of the world when we are on the same team. And that if we realize that we have a common enemy in this situation, which is the political elites, all the elites in the Davos group, that we become a hundred X stronger and actually become stronger than the elites because there is no group of people that are stronger ever than the people the people rising up together the citizens the peasants the apolitical podcasters but we're talking about operation dark winter which is exactly what is happening today and i was looking for compilations like you know uh like montages or whatever you call it of uh you know, Biden saying dark winter because he said it so many times. And there's this one that that I found um, that's not bad, which I'm going to play right now. And just take a listen to it. Again, make your own judgments. This isn't trying to connect any dots that shouldn't be connected. But let's not be stupid here. And let's let's be real obvious. I think the biggest mistake that the corrupt mainstream media has made, which is still effective, obviously, because people are listening to it. 
And you'll hear in this next video of like, oh, there's a pandemic. You need to listen to us. Only listen to us. It's like it's like having those clocks, like the you know pocket watches in front of your eyes, back and forth, hypnotize you, right? And then right before you're about to get out of hypnosis, they take another one out, and that one's monkeypox, and they put that one there. Back and forth and back and forth. Don't think for yourself. Just listen to us. Biden is your hero. Kamala is your mother. Who knows? The truth is, is that we need people to wake up. There is no agenda in this game except for the agenda of the people telling you there's no agenda and that every... If everyone's telling you that all the information you're hearing elsewhere is disinformation and misinformation, most likely they're the ones lying. And like I was going to say, the biggest mistake that they made, and I truly believe this, is that they're labeling people good, bad. It's just blanket. You're either good, you're bad. And they're using words that are synonymous like bad would be far right. And they've put people into that category, like, for example, Joe Rogan, which have anyone listens or has ever listened to someone like Joe Rogan, they obviously know Joe Rogan's not a right winger. First of all, he voted for Bernie Sanders. He's very far from a right winger. And people who listen to him know that that's not true. And so a light bulb goes off like, whoa, we're told he's bad and that he's a right winger. Well, let me go back and look at all those people that I was told were bad and right wingers and conspiracy theorists. And let me watch their content for myself. And the more I've been doing that, I've realized that those people are sane. They're normal. We know Joe Rogan's just a random, he's just a dude. He's not, he, he's not a far right winger at all. And you would only believe he is if you never have ever consumed his content. But he has such a large audience, such a massive reach that them labeling them a far right, everyone knew that that was BS and it wasn't true. And so it just got you thinking, okay, if you lied here, where else could you lie? It's like, oh, if you can't make your bed, how can I expect you to do heart surgery, right? If you can't do the little things, how can you do the big things? If I can't trust you to do the little things, how can I trust you to do the big things? And this is a little off topic. And I'm going to say this right before I get the next video. But just to show you how far this corruption is honestly going, today... On July 11, 2022, the official white Joe Biden gave a speech where he literally said what was on the teleprompter when you shouldn't say it, and uh, it was like um, end of end of <laughs> end of sentence. Repeat the line, something like that. They doctored the transcript of what he said. There's video evidence. You can watch what he says. He goes, "Repeat the line." They wrote in the transcript, though, "Let me repeat the line." Go watch the video. If tell they're they're basically saying what you're seeing with your eyes, uh, uh-uh, not true. We're telling you what's true. He said, "Let me repeat the line," even though the video goes, "Repeat the line." They doctored it. If you're gonna doctor and lie about a simple transcript, how am I supposed to believe that you're telling all and everything and nothing but the truth during a pandemic, which I am now thinking is actually a pandemic of lockdowns and losing your rights and just authoritarian regimes. I don't even think this is a pandemic of COVID. Is that controversial? Does anyone agree with me? 
Is this maybe a pandemic of totalitarian measures? Is that that far-fetched? Do you really think that I'm that crazy of a conspiracy theorist? I am a level-headed, normal peasant that just observes the world and always felt like I was really good at like reading people's body language. If they're, I'm really good at being able to tell if they're telling the truth or not. And everything has seemed off. Do you believe that there's like an energy in the air that is just like something's just off? Doesn't something feel off? Just I, you, you don't need to put words to it. Just something's just off. Well, let me tell you. When you read about Operation Dark Winter, hear the president talk about Dark Winter multiple times, and then realize that Dark Winter is literally a a Operation code word for <clears throat> monkeypox. COVID, simulation, pandemic, plandemic. Whew. It's scary stuff. I don't even know how it's not becoming crazy, crazy clear. Here, let's just watch another one of Joe Biden uh, talking about the uh, uh, dark winter. There's a need for bold action to fight this pandemic. We're still facing a very dark winter. There are now nearly 10 million COVID. Huh, another dark winter. That was a different one. That's not a phrase that you just say casually all the time, like dark winter. That is something you need to go out of your way to say. No way in your normal talk you normally say dark winter. Sometimes, perhaps. Not if you're giving public speeches as a president, multiple occasions that are totally unrelated to another. Come on. Come on. Are we not seeing this eye to eye? Are we not seeing this eye to eye? Come on. Come on. I don't even know. Like, all I'm going to do is dive deeper into this stuff. We are in the information age. This wasn't planned by these people who have trying to control the outcome of the world since way back when. I mean, hold. Planned Parenthood was eugenics to control the African-American population. That's the truth of where it came from. Okay. There's always been people and then saying that we need to depopulate like Bill Gates Ted talk. He talks about how we, if, if the, he literally says, if the vaccines work out, then we can find, then we can depopulate the world. What, 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 what you mean if they don't work, right? No. He said, if they work, you depopulate the world. Look at Bill Gates' TED Talk in 2015, or sorry, 2010, when he talks about how population could be an issue, but that if vaccines are successful, then we will depopulate. Counterintuitive, no? And then you talk about Operation Dark Winter. And in fact, I'll just play in the next video. If you're listening... I'll talk about what they, the simulation they ran in 2019, sponsored by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which was a pan, a bio uh, terrorist attack of some sort of virus, and how we would react. And there's a name for it, but uh, if you're if you're watching, take a look at this, and um, we'll talk. We'll come. We'll we'll reconvene afterwards because I feel like we're making progress together. Don't you guys feel like we're making progress? I feel like we're making progress. So December 3rd, 
2020 is what the date is. I'm going to play a part of this and just um, take a listen or take a watch. Numbers are all going in the wrong direction, and we are facing a very dark winter. The country is still in a crisis, and there's a dark winter still ahead. The governor's talked about how getting doses of vaccine distributed is just one step. We have to actually get vaccinations into the arms of 330 million Americans. Our predictive modeling shows it's going until March of next year if we don't change something. So for us, it could be a long, dark winter. What we need for the community to do is heed the warnings. Uh, you should be listening. And we have set another grim record tonight. Over 2,700 deaths now in 24 hours' time. That's a record for this pandemic. That means it's worse than the bad old days, the darkest days of the pandemic last spring. This from the CDC director. The reality is December and January and February are going to be rough times. I actually believe they're going to be the most difficult time in the public health history of this nation. And thank you for joining us for this special session of the United Nations General Assembly in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. It has been almost one year since the COVID-19 pandemic started. And as the virus continues its deadly onslaught, surging for a second wave in many countries. Could you describe what went wrong? And what are the priorities for WHO in getting through this dark winter? Is the vaccine our only hope? Before the surge in COVID cases, we predicted, many predicted, and the deaths rise that we've seen in December as we head into a very dark winter ahead. And more than nine months into the pandemic, COVID-19 is spreading with a vengeance. It has now killed a reported 280,000 Americans, according to Johns Hopkins University. Record numbers of new cases and hospitalizations increase concern that a dark winter is ahead. CBS 4's Michael. Not only for New York State, but for any state or city that is facing similar problems without substantial mitigation, the middle of January, can be a really dark time for us. Uh, the first vaccination uh, given is obviously a sign of hope, but uh, the record number of cases today and the 300,000th milestone is a reminder that we're still in the middle of what will be a very, very, very dark winter. There are, uh, you know, literally probably tens of thousands of deaths left before the end of the year, more deaths after that. Fear that uh, we are entering a very, very dark winter. Dark winter. Dark winter. Dark winter. Dark winter. Dark winter. In June 2001, the DOD conducted a war game called Operation Dark Winter. A dark winter was a, a major exercise that was uh, done prior to 9-11, earlier in 2001, to look at the effects of a biological terror event. We had to... You know, think about things like uh, you know, quarantines and martial law. All of a sudden, our system wasn't our system anymore because we had this terrible thing going on. And we had to change the way the military interrelated with the, uh, the civilian world.
event 201. Why don't you do your own due diligence on event 201? Just look up to event 201 on your own. Just pull it up on your own. I'm not even going to tell you where to go, what to look at. Look whatever you want. I bet you, I, I really don't even know this, but I bet if you type in event 201 into Google, I bet you the first autocomplete that comes up is fact check. I guarantee it. And it says like, oh, the conspiracy theory of 201 is debunked. <laughs> or we fact check it and Bill and Melinda Gates are actually the greatest humans alive. And just the best philanthropist ever. Even though he calls it philanthropy capitalism. Event 201 was another simulation just like Operation Dark Winter. Operation Dark Winter happened in 2001. So that's a really long time ago. Event 201 happened right before. In 2019, a simulation of a virus breakout. And then it happens. How is this even considered a conspiracy theory? To me, this seems so plain as day as something is going on. Or let's just say more than meets the eye. And that we're like in a hypnosis. Trust us. Take our advice. Trust us. And then everything goes wrong. In fact... I almost default to whatever the government tells me to do. I automatically default and I'm probably right 99% of the time that whatever they tell me, if you do the opposite, you'll be fine. If you do what they say, you'll probably die. The fear, the anxiety, the stress has had, this is not based on scientific evidence. This is my, this is just my take. All of that compared to the actual horrible, which we're not going to, you know, horrible deaths that occurred because of COVID. There's been far more destruction with anxiety and with stress and with fear that has crippled society much more than COVID. I don't even know. I think it, I'll debate anyone on that, but I think it'd be really tough to debate the other side. Now that we know that everything that the U S government and worldwide did has been wrong. I mean, we can even go a step further and we could talk about, there was four countries in Africa that didn't want the, the vaccine in their country. And you could look this up yourself, but all four leaders of those countries were assassinated or they died. I'm sorry. They died. One had like a heart issue. They all died Four, 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 four. And they just happened to be the four countries that didn't want the vaccination there. And then they brought in new people that the vaccine, Tanzania was one of them, uh, where the vaccination was accepted and it came in and was, was good. Like, you know, it was okay. It was accepted. They just, all four just happened to die, you know, they just, and they all died right at like the same time. But hey, I guess people have heart problems and deaths, you know. When it matters most, maybe it's the peak of the stress. Are you kidding me? Come on. I mean, this is like, I almost feel like, do you understand that I have zero incentive? In fact, one of the last things I would ever want to do is create a podcast to talk about conspiracy theories. I've never been a fan of them. I've never even really gotten into them at all. I don't know anything. I never cared about politics. I didn't even know who Fauci was a year and a half ago. I didn't even know who the dude was. I really didn't care. I had my head in the sand. 
And then stuff started happening that affected my life. Like when I would go get food from Dig In in New York and I get tapped on the shoulder and they're like, can we see your papers? And I would say, this is Nazi Germany. And they would say, you need your papers. And I said, we are moving to Miami. And then I moved to Cleveland. Can't be in New York. It's control. Power and control. This isn't a new thing. I have realized that this has been going on since almost the beginning of humanity, for sure. This power. And this is the grips of evil. This is what's really happening, guys and gals. Like, this is real. The reason why I'm doing this and taking this so seriously is that I would never be doing this if my personal life wasn't affected. I'm selfish. I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm all about like to each their own. Just don't hurt me. Don't step on my feet. Otherwise I'll take off your toe. Well, my feet started to get stepped on. Also my freedom started vanishing. My girlfriend's in, in, in fear all the time. I'm not going to accept that. I'm not going to accept all these people being told what to do. And then before you know it, it's Australia and everybody's in camp because it's a holiday in a resort, except you have to stay within these yellow tape lines that we put on the ground. And when we come talk to you, we're going to hold a metal rod out so we can poke you. And then we can, you know, we don't want to get too close to you because you are a mouse. I just have to reiterate this. I know I've said this a few times. I just think it's really important. Just because we grew up in the safest time ever where we really had no conflict. I'm 33. I mean, we never like if, unless you experience the world wars after that, it's been the most peaceful time in history ever. Like we go back to the tribal days. Everyone's always killing each other. You look different. You stab that person. It's a mess. We just had prosperity. We became really rich as a, as a country and as a world, everyone was relieved out of famine. And isn't that crazy? We were bragging how everyone was lifted out of famine and that, you know, there's no, the global poverty has just totally, you know, almost non-existent anymore. There's no more impoverished. We got everybody out. And then now all of a sudden there's going, there's famines happening again. I posted something on my TikTok, which you could look at. All my handles are at ownership economy. And it was Yuval Noah Harari who wrote Sapiens and Homo Deus. And he said, any famine, I should play this video and I'll play it later on. But he, this is what he said. I don't need to, I'll put everything in the notes. I always give my sources of everything. Everything could be verified. I think I've shown enough now where maybe you can trust me a little bit. He said, in today's world, any famine is political famine. It is because some politician wants that person or people to starve. He is the top advisor to the World Economic Forum. He's Klaus Schwab's homie. And he also wrote Sapiens, which is like the history of, of humans. So he has all that knowledge. And all he talks about is uh, how it's the first time we get transhumanism and all this stuff. Like, as the most far-fetched things are not that far-fetched now. Like, do we have half people, half horses somewhere in some top-secret, like, CIA facility? Yeah, I mean, clearly. I mean, there's literally, um, uh, 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 what is it? It's a uh, spider. Is it uh, spider monkeys or, or spider spider horses? I forget. They mix to a spider and something else. I think it's a spider monkey, and the monkey can do a web like Spider Man. You can Google that. It's real. I mean, it's real. It was considered a conspiracy, and it's been. I mean, it's a proven fact of many many years ago. This isn't even recent.
And then the whole transhumanism talk. And now we're starting to hear about UFOs like it's trying to be normalized. The most dangerous thing that you can do, that anyone can do, is absorb content from the mainstream media. The mainstream media, the stereotypical outlets that we get our news and information, in my very strong opinion, are is hypnosis at the largest scale. And we're just starting to see through it. This has been decades in the making, this collapse and all this stuff. And I even heard an interesting conspiracy theory, which probably isn't one. Like we had the technology to do Robin Hood, you know, retail investors with all the money way back then versus Wall Street. But it came out just re- not that long ago, you know, in the past decade. And then all of a sudden, all the wealth of retail investors getting sucked up, you know, with the GameStop and stuff like that by Wall Street by the rich people, by the elites. Why is that happening now? Why didn't someone create Robin, you know, when there was apps in 2009? Or maybe even before when there were apps on Blackberries and stuff. Who knows? Or just computers. It just so happened, it happened right before they wanted to get even more money out. These people want you to have nothing. The World Economic Forum literally has a promo video. Go Google it. And I can't stand saying Google because Google is totally corrupt. And was totally captured, okay, 100%. But go ahead on Google. This is how you know it's bad if you can prove it on Google. Google, think about how powerful it is to fix the results of what you see. Okay, that's just another thing. And don't forget, YouTube is Google. And you know if you talk about certain things, you get booted off YouTube. This might be live on YouTube if it is. YouTube, one love. Don't take me off. I got a strike for posting a video on Yuval Noah Harari. True story. But go to Google and look up all this stuff. Look up Operation Dark Winter. Learn all of this stuff on your own. You have the ability now. There's so much information out there that that we never had a chance to to ever absorb or even even read or, or observe. And now it's there. And I understand this is stressful and a lot to handle because it is intense. This is a lot. This is a ton. And I get that you may not want to just forget about it. And be like, I can't. I, this is like too much. Too. Sh- I, this will kill me just thinking about it. And that's also how I thought. And then what started to change for me is like, if I sit back and don't do anything, well, after they, you know, take Australia, they take all these Canada, all these other people. Before you know it. When I do want to protect myself, there's no one left. You have to stand up while there are still so many people on the team. Please, I just implore you to please think about this. Particularly if you're a Democrat, but also if you're like an extreme Republican. Put that label aside. It doesn't mean anything right now. I swear it doesn't. It is the global elite versus everybody else. And if you are listening to this, you're probably not the global elite. And if you are the global elite listening to this, then that means we have gained some massive traction. And if any of you want to advertise, hit me up. But in all seriousness, put your democratic – forget about being a Democrat. Go – Think about one of your friends that you've been best friends with forever and they happen to be Republican. Maybe you don't even talk to them anymore. Think about why don't you talk to them? 
Maybe you were told not to talk to them. Maybe you were told they're bad. Maybe you're told they're a far right winger. And maybe perhaps all that stuff you've been told to think about, about this person or these people is not true. And maybe part of it is true, but they are a human being too. They're just like you. Sure, we're going to have different views, but that's what gets us to learn and grow. We debate. We go back and forth. Maybe we even change our views after hearing the other person's views. But enough thinking that you're on this elite team and, you know, just stick up for whatever the Democratic Party says because they're in power. Whatever Biden says, I have to say it because otherwise it'll be Trump. Get that out of your head. Forget that. Forget it. It's not Trump being good or bad, Biden being good or bad. It is, do you want to live the great life that you've had? together with everyone in a safe, good society? Or do you want chaos and disruption and, and governments to be overthrown like Sri Lanka and all this chaos that's happening around the world? And you know that there's chaos happening around the world and it's awful what's going on. The, the only, there's only one solution for this and it's not some medicine or something artificial. The truth is it's all of us coming together and saying, you know what? I am going to put those labels aside. And now we're going to redirect and look at you, meaning like the World Economic Forum, and then be like, we're not taking this anymore. You're done. You can't defeat the republic, the people. There's too many of us. We're too strong. But as long as we're divided, they're going to keep taking more and more and more and more. And then when you finally realize you're losing what you love most and your freedom, it's too late. And guess what? Off to camp you go. Pack your bags and enjoy the pool. Oh, wait, there is no pool because COVID can travel in pools. So you got to stay on this one square. And if you leave the square, we shoot you in the head. I mean, that is not that far-fetched. You know, concentration camps started by people going there to work and participate. And then it turned into catastrophe. Why do you think this is going to turn out differently? How, why? Why would this turn out any differently? What are, are, are these are all of a sudden we have a, these people have a change of heart and they just want people to go to camp because they love they want people to remember their camp life when they were a little kid and they know they miss it. So and they know they can't take off work, but you so deserve it so much that we are just going to forcefully take you because we know you're going to be so happy. It's like Pfizer not releasing, not wanting to release the documents for 75 years because we know you're going to be so happy with the with what it says. We don't want you to fall off your chair with joy. We don't want you to be so happy that you're going to, you know, just smile, you know, so hard that your heart's going to stop. People, people, come on here. This is not that crazy. I mean, this is serious. This is actually serious. It's blowing my own mind to talk about this. But here's the good news. Here's the good news. Apology. Sevion, I think his name is, uh, who was, uh, he founded earn.com. He's a PhD, very smart guy. He also became the CTO of Coinbase. Just released a book called The Network State and talks about how to form a new country or like a group of people, community under, you know, a different moral value. So you pick one value and then people are going to choose their community that they want to pick up. Like you could be the, the keto, you know, uh, 
the keto community and everybody, you know, to the proof that it works is that everybody loses weight. And if that's what you value most, you join that community. Other people might be like property rights and other ones are like guns and everyone who likes that goes into that group. And it's all these subset of groups, very similar to the sovereign individual, just more tactical. And there's all, there's gonna be all these private communities that pop up of people who focus on a moral issue that doesn't, is not being addressed in the real world. Right. And these different people are going to lead these efforts and everyone's going to come together and join these separate communities that pertain to their values, whatever aligns to your values and the community's values is where you're going to be a part of. And it's very hard to imagine this because this is so meta of a concept, but just think about it because I personally, I know it's real. I know it's real. I'm, I, I, I know it's real. The whole idea of a nation state, the United States, Italy, all these nation states are going to fall. They are crumbling as we speak. They are going to cease to exist. They will not exist. If you are my, if you are 33, they will not exist for the rest of my life. That sounds like I'm a lunatic for saying that because you've never experienced something like this in your life. I haven't experienced something like this in my life before, but just because it hasn't happened in our life doesn't mean that history isn't repeating itself. It just means that it happened, this part happened before you were born. It was too far back. You just happened to be lucky enough to grow up in the most peaceful of times ever, the most prosperous of times ever. But these massive conflicts and wars have happened all throughout human history and all empires have failed. Every single empire has failed. The United States is the empire right now. If somehow you're listening to this and believe that the United States empire is thriving and only doing better. And like I said, Biden said it's the best economy in 80 years, except no one has any money and can't buy a thing and nobody's safe. Like the, uh, an Olympian, I think volleyball player today in California, uh, a homeless person came up to her and just took a mite or a, 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 a pipe and shattered her eye. And it was, it was awful. Like this is normal. This is what's being normalized in this world, this chaos, because the only way, to bring down countries, the size like the U.S. is to bring it down from within, bring in people who will cause chaos, you know, bring in people who will commit crimes. Don't lock them up. Do you see this common pattern? What's happening? It's all intentional. The way for these people, the World Economic Forum to take control is literally by us bickering with each other while the whole government across all the governments across the world crumble. And then none of us have anything. And we need to like, we need help to live. And so we reach out to the only people who have money and resources, which is the Davos people. And then they say, okay, you, we will give you one meal a day and you stay in this camp and take this volume and, uh, you know, plays these and put your face in the metaverse and watch our propaganda about how Klaus Schwab is, is, is the greatest empire of all time the greatest person ever on rerun, like in North Korea, when you just have to like go outside at a certain point and bow and do all these like religious things to like praise the leader, even though it's all BS, it's just brainwash. Well, guess what? This has finally come to a country near you. It's actually happening. And I'm going to go down fighting and at least talking. I feel like I have an ability to articulate and, hopefully drive home a message that's meaningful and gets the right people that want freedom and want, you know, prosperity and want a bright future for them and their children. I feel like I could play a role in helping some people realize that and to come together 
and push forward and achieve that together. I'm about being together, not separate. COVID and, and the authoritarian regimes want you to be separated, isolated, not with other people. Because if you are with other people, you're going to realize that something is not right. And you guys will figure it out together. And then you're going to point towards them. But if they keep you separated and they keep you isolated and they keep you under their spell, that's never going to happen. It really is being referred to as waking up. It really is. And even if I could just touch a few people to realize this, that all these coincidences are too much to be a coincidence and that it's actually all planned, I can die happy or satisfied or feeling of accomplished. But I will not feel good about myself if I don't use what I have and my abilities to send this message to other people to help them, even if they form their own communities, I'm not involved, but it's a freedom based around security for their children around being, you know, having a healthy lifestyle, doing the right thing, giving back, helping their elders, all that stuff. Cause people want to live a good life. People want to be left alone for the most part. People don't want to be told what to do. Think about all the times you get told what to do and you're like, I don't want to do that. Like when people tell you to calm down, how many times do you calm down? Never. Right? That's like the last way to get someone to calm down is tell them to calm down. I would just be very weary to trust people who already have the most power. Because when you have the most power, there's this crazy thing where you don't want to give up that power because you have it. I've never known anyone with massive power like a president to say, you know what? I don't want this anymore. I don't want this anymore. I'd rather be a peasant. I'm going to start a podcast in case you forgot the ownership economy. I'd rather live a peasant life. I don't want to control the Everybody just takes more and more and more power. So you give a little bit and they take more. And you give a little bit more and they take a little bit more and a little bit more and it never stops. It's never going to stop. You have to draw the line right at the beginning. Otherwise, the creep just goes way over the line. And then before you know it, you're in a camp. They're building camps in the United States of America. Do your own research. If you truly believe that the government cares about your happiness and well-being so much that they want to build a camp for you to play all day, God bless your soul. However, if that is a weary, strange thing to think about, then I implore you to do a little bit more research and look into Operation Dark Winter and look into you know the event 201 sponsored by Bill and Melinda Gates. They ran simulations on this, guys. This is <laughs> as plain as day and real as it gets. And all I want is hopefully I could be a part of a community that, that stays how my life has been, which is very free, full of opportunities, surrounded by incredible people, great friends, great family, looking out for one another, not making money at the expense of your life and your health. That's no way to live. You don't want to, I don't think you want to live like that. You want to just live a good life and be left alone and have all your freedoms. Well, that's what this podcast is about. It's to fight for all of that from an apolitical point of view, not a Republican, not a Democrat, not even a political 
person. All we want are the human rights that every human should probably have. But I'm not here to shove my ideas down your throat and all this stuff. I just want people to be happy and to live a good life and to leave a better world for their kids. That's not the route we're going. And we're not going to end up that way if we don't come together. But I will say this, and I will end with this, is that there is no way. I am too bullish on humans. I am so bullish on human beings. Always overcoming and you know achieving success and being great that there's no way this evil and tyranny wins. There's just no way. There's no way because if they would have won in the past, we would never be here. Humans are always prosperous. We always figure out a way. But we figure out a way together. And the more people that we have together and the more diversity actually we have, crazy to say diversity, but the more diversity we have amongst those people, the different views, the stronger we are. As much, to, as much as you want to think you're on the team of those politicians you watch on TV, you're not. And the TV and mainstream media is in cahoots with them. They're all on the same team. That's why you see commonality between MSNBC and Fox News when they should be totally different sides. However, they're simply just different management teams for the same corporation, the United States of America. And this is worldwide. Look at Australia. Look at what's happening in China, and you know how China is, but look how much worse it's getting. Look at all the camps that are being built. Look at all this forced stuff. This isn't normal, people. This isn't right. This isn't the way it should be. And I'm going to do everything I can to help wake people up. And, you know, it sucks. It's It sucks to have anyone in a position like this, but... You can't give up. You can't just roll over and, and, and let evil take this. It's just not going to happen. No way. I'd rather be forcibly stopped or put into a camp. A great camp. I'm going to pack my beach towel. Can't use it. Use our towel. No, I'm kidding. All right. Do your own research on Operation Dark Winter. I have another word for Operation Dark Winter. It's called Operation What's Happening in Today's World Right Now. That's what it's called. Do your own research. Come to your own conclusions. If you think I'm nuts, tell me in the comments. If you think I'm not nuts, I would love for you to like this video and or like this podcast and share it. Would love a rating. N nice five stars, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere. That'd be amazing. Or YouTube. That'd be awesome to get a like or a share. But don't do that if you think I'm full of crap. I'm really just trying to do the right thing here and partially make up for all the bad stuff I did in the past. Because I have been very far from a saint in my life. But I feel like you can always recover. Um, and you can always change your ways. You know, you can always... People do bad things and make mistakes in life. There's ne It's never too late to correct that and become a good person. Well, this is how I'm doing it. This is how I'm playing my part. Um, take it for, for what it's worth. Take it however you want to. Don't take it if you don't want it. I'm not here to force anything. I'm anti-force. I'm all about consent and willingness. I just want you to be free. I do. But I won't push that agenda on you. Just know where I'm at. And that is to be free, to be happy, to help one another for the good of society. And um, if you want to go on that route or start that journey, let's do that together. Because this is the beginning of exposing everything. 
just the beginning. And this is already a big, big step. So we're living through Operation Dark Winter right now, guys and gals. Let's put an end to this. And the only way we do that is together. But we can do this.